I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. Jesus, in some of his last words found in John 16, 12, stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. Today, we are in Matthew 19, verses 16 through 26. We're going to be experiencing today's scripture meditation as an imaginative prayer. And if you haven't done one before, I want to encourage you to pause here and go listen to the very first podcast where I unpack exactly what imaginative prayer is, why we practice it, and what you can expect from it. I also want to encourage you to take this opportunity to download the free Lectio Divina journal, which I have created for you. You can find that at jodynisnik.com, or you can find it in the show notes. And while it doesn't specifically address imaginative prayer, I think that you'll find the space that I've created for you there would be a great place to take notes as you're journeying through this experience. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And to do that, I want to invite you to prepare your heart and your mind and your body. And so sit in a comfortable yet attentive posture and take a few deep in and out breaths. And as you breathe in, invite the Lord to be present with you. And as you exhale, imagine with that outward breath that you are leaving behind anything that feels burdensome to you right now. So go ahead and take another deep in and out breath. And as you do, let me pray for us. Oh Lord, we invite you in to this space. And we pray that your spirit would help this to become a sacred place. Lord, that as we enter into this passage you would guide and lead us. Help us to notice the things that you want us to notice. And I pray that you would also help us to know how you want us to apply those things to our life. So we ask that this time would just be rich and fruitful and that it would lead us closer to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the first time I read this passage for you, it is just an opportunity for you to hear where the passage is going. Since we're doing this as an imaginative prayer, you are welcome to start letting the scene kind of take shape in your imagination as you're hearing it, Um, or you can just let the words come to you so that you know where we're going. So this is the first reading of Matthew 19 verses 16 through 26. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? 
Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? he inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Now, the second time I read the passage for you, I want to invite you to allow the scene to come to life in your imagination. Notice who is there. What does it look like where you are, smell like, feel like? Try to engage all your senses to let the scene just come to life in your imagination. And don't worry if it's not completely accurate. Of course, it won't be. We're just letting the story take shape and form in our mind and our heart to help us enter into the passage in a new way. So again, this is a reading of Matthew 19, verses 16 through 26. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? he inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, 
Go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. As I read the passage for you a third time, I want you to imagine that you are in the shoes of the rich young man and that you're experiencing everything from this perspective. As you do, I want to encourage you to pay special attention to what you notice and feel as you have this conversation with Jesus. And then as you are cued to walk away, stay within listening distance so that you hear the rest of Jesus's words and take note of anything else that you notice or hear or see. And when you're done reading, I'll give you some space to go back and talk to Jesus about what is in your heart. So again, this is a reading of Matthew 19 verses 16 through 26. Just then, a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? he inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. And love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, 
It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So take a few moments now to have a conversation with Jesus about whatever has been stirred in you as you've observed and had this conversation. One suggestion is to ask Jesus what might be standing in the way of you having a fuller relationship with him. And I also want to encourage you to give him some space to speak back to you. So go and have that conversation with him now. If you haven't already, take a moment to thank Jesus for the time that you've had with him. And now I want to encourage you to just take a few moments to rest, to take a heart posture of rest, no matter what the Lord has shown you or what you've talked to him about just to rest in knowing how much he loves you and that you are dearly beloved by him so just take a few moments to let that truth settle deep in your soul
Oh Lord, we thank you for this time with you, for the truths held in this passage. Lord, we don't know how the story ends for the rich young man. Did he ever come back? We don't know. But Lord, we want to come to you now. And as best we can, surrender whatever it is that's holding us back from a deeper, fuller relationship with you. So I pray that you would just guide us, be with us, Help us to know that opening our hands of whatever it is that we are holding on to always leads to a more abundant life in you. Lord, would you just remind us of this truth over and over again? And Lord, would you help us to trust you in deeper, fuller ways? Lord, we thank you. For your kindness, we thank you for your compassion and your patience with us. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, as always, I want to give you a quick word of caution here. I invited you to have Jesus speak back to you as you were in that scene in your imagination. And I hope by the power of the Spirit that you heard his words spoken over you. But I also want to remind you that his voice should always sound like love and anything that you feel he says to you when you are in prayer will never contradict his word. And so if it feels like Jesus said something to you that is new or different, I want to encourage you to invite a trusted friend into this journey with you and ask them to pray with you to help you discern if it really was the Lord's words or not. Imaginative prayer can be a really powerful experience because it helps us slow down and it creates space for us to have a conversation with God and interact with Him. So I do hope it was meaningful for you. I also want to invite you to join me in listening to the Companion Podcast where I have a conversation with Sybil Towner. Sybil's a spiritual director and she's the co-author of Listen to My Life and the co-founder of One Life Maps. Sybil's life mission is to equip the next generation of leaders in godly character and godly leadership. I had a really deep and meaningful conversation with Sybil. It was very personal to me because she went through some things in her life that I feel like I'm going through right now. And so um, it was just one of those moments where I felt like the conversation was really for me but I also know it's for you. And so I'm excited to share it with you. Well, as always, I want to thank you for joining me on so much more because we do believe that Jesus has so much more to say to us and we're creating space to listen. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. 
I use my mic like a machete. So if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.